0: In case you missed it, here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. You
1: said you like Trivial Pursuit, don't you? Uh...
0: I do. I like that game. I came across a couple years ago a great board game. Very expensive if you buy it new, oh. and I'm not sure why, but it comes in a red box called Wizard, and I think in another language that stands for knowledge of, or facts or Be- something. What is barely, it? Barely, I don't know that trivia, but Bezzer
1: Wizard. And
0: man, is that a fun game. Okay. Yeah, trivia-based, so, I mean, kind of along the same lines of Trivial Pursuit, but you get different questions, like how you get to choose your categories and how you get to rack up, instead of pieces of pie, you know, rack up other things on the yeah. board. It's fun. Mm-hmm.
1: We're asking right now, facebook.com slash your morning show, what's that bit of trivia that occupies space in your brain that you just hope you get on a game show and they ask, because mm-hmm. you know yeah. the answer. You know, we do a lot of trivia here. One that stands out, like the trivia question the first video played on MTV. Do you remember oh, that yeah, one? Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Video killed the radio star, the Buggles. I don't know. I've got another one. Uh, my birthday. Maybe you know things that happened on your birthday. First man mm-hmm. in space, April 12th. Yuri Gagarin, a Russian. He orbited Earth. It was before my time in the early 60s, believe it or now, not.
0: Is that because it's on your birthday or because you like space things?
1: Oh, maybe a little of both. But a little I th- of both. Okay. I think because on your birthday you see things pop up, all the, the celebrities who share your day, David Letterman I think is on mine, mm-hmm. a- and then bits of news like that. Like uh, the former strongest wind gust also on April 12th, my birthday, <laughs> on top of Mount <laughs> Washington, New Hampshire, although I guess that one has been surpassed now by somewhere in Africa, I think.
0: Well, I mean, that's the rate right you're going. I think I kind of want you on my team yeah? for all those just random I mean, categories.
1: Yeah, I, uh, it seems like I do pretty well on the trivia. So whatever it is, if it's something about your town but you didn't know this about, this Minnesota town or county, what have you, mm-hmm. uh, share it with us today. Try to stump us at Facebook.com slash your morning show. <laughs> Trivia day, and this one is a gem from uh, one of our listeners, uh, Jessica. She's out in Ghent, Minnesota, southwest part, way southwest, Laura. The Silver Dollar Bar was in Ghent. I understand that it closed a few years back. Somebody in Ghent has their original sign in their garage. Of course they do. (laughs) But the Silver Dollar Bar, known for being the first licensed establishment to serve alcohol in Minnesota following the repeal of Prohibition in 1934. Oh. News reached the Twin Cities that Ghent got a liquor license. News outlets went out to Ghent. To be there when they opened up this bar, according to the story here, but uh, the person who went to to went in the night to be the first in the morning to get the license wherever they had to do that in the Twin Cities. Coming back, uh, he was going to pick up some stock and some liquor to bring back.
0: Yeah, you have to have a supply if you're going to mm-hmm. serve, right?
1: He had a car accident. Oh no! <laughs> so reporters and cameramen covering the historic story had to spend the night in Marshall, awaiting his arrival the next day. Just oh. go. so was that really the first alcohol-related accident here in
0: Minnesota?
1: Oh, <laughs> he wasn't Shhh. drinking it, but he was bringing it out. As I read further, there was a, uh, a somebody a cool. What did I say? Dan Cool. Mentioned who uh, uh, bought that bar. Now we have uh, a colleague and friend, Paul Cool here. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was either his. I think his uncle owned a bar in Marshall. I wonder if they're related.
0: Oh, no relation. Ah. Right, you're just dropping some trivia on him. If that's yeah. part of the family tree that he's like, huh? What?
1: Who? Well, he's on vacation, <laughs> but I've got his number. I might have to send this article. Say, hey, were you related to Dan Cool? That would add a level of trivia to this. But thank you for uh, for that, Jessica, on oh, this trivia yeah. day. That's some deep
0: knowledge. That's. <laughs> That's going way back. So it can be something like that. It can be something useless trivia. The one thing that always sticks in my mind, and this is, this is one of those things like you always mention your uh, bachelor living teacher oh. saying, read the label, set, set a better, better table. table. Yep. This is the piece of trivia that if I had the question, how many feet are in a mile? Oh, right away, 5,280. Well, now, I why know
1: do you remember that? I
0: Math don't. class, Penny <laughs> Pavelka was the teacher, Mrs. Pavelko. Pavelko. And she always taught us that five tomatoes. That's how you remember that. Five, two, eight, oh. Five, two, tomato, eight, oh, five, five two, tomato. eight, oh. 5,280 feet in a mile. There you go. Done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, okay. What else you got? Facebook.com slash your morning show. You could also uh, text it. Whether it's uh, something simple or... I love this about like Ghent. Are there other towns? or something mm-hmm. you know about your town. Dan says... Uh, Crayons get their smell from beef fat.
0: Ew. <laughs> what? So, crayons are not vegetarian?
1: <laughs> no, he <laughs> just ruined wrecked my it. life. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Uh, what do you got for us?
0: Rise and shine. Don't know what I do without them. They're awesome.
1: Mornings on Q102. A little bit ago, you mentioned uh, Kelly Clarkson's uh, weight loss, just a uh, better balanced diet, a lot of protein. I've been. Yeah, she said infrared
0: it. saunaing. Yeah, in a I don't cold bath. I don't. I like a nice hot as I can I get it bubble bath.
1: That cold plunge know. thing is becoming a thing, and so I know somebody mm-hmm. whose son lives out on the lake here. And last winter, they cut a hole to do like cold oh. dip, and also then, on purpose. Yeah, I don't know if it's in. sauna mm-hmm. first. And then cold dip or vice versa. No, thanks. <laughs> I don't know about <laughs> I'm going
0: to sit that one out, too.
1: I have been doing a, a lot of protein. I've been kind of watching, like, foods that require more energy to digest than they take in. Like, uh, grapefruit is one of those. And I think great Greek yogurt... Is up there. Here's the thing, and I don't know what you're in the kitchen is later today, but can I ask uh, on sure. Greek yogurt? Every time I open it up, it's there's that runny watery creamy liquid yeah it's
0: not rotten just mix that in i tend to drain it off because i like it a little bit thicker than i don't like when it gets runny and milky
1: so it's supposed to do that because it creeps me out a little bit
0: yeah i mean (laughs) and that'll happen to even sour cream when you first open the sour cream it's nice and firm and you can really get a good spoonful that is thick but then you put the lid on you put it back in the fridge and then the Whatever that is, kind of rises to the top.
1: I think it's that thick consistency that freaks me out a little bit. I like it a little creamier. You actually, okay. uh, I just did a quick uh, Google here. They do say that liquid stuff is nutrient dense, present in all milk, and uh, something about how it's suspended in it until it gets moved around, and then the it kind of separates. So they say do not ditch the oh. the liquid. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of nutrients in there. Probiotics, <laughs> okay. protein. Mix it back in. Or even pour it over your dog's meal. It'll be good for them. Okay. Huh. Well, thank huh. you for you letting me. S-
0: see? Work. Look at this useless oh. trivia that I you're going to be able to use next time.
1: Can you hint what the in the kitchen will be about 835?
0: I can. Brought to you by Kitchen Fair, by Dawn's Building Center. It is a revisit on some food topic we talked about yesterday. Oh, what are we... Think back to yesterday's show. Oh. You can actually hear about this particular food on the podcast. And I thought, oh, well, what a better time then for this recipe. I'm
1: going to have to go back and mm-hmm. say, Alexa, play the Q102 Morning Show podcast. And we'll also go out in our newsletter shortly after 8, two.
0: It's the Q102 Morning Show. Show on Q102. You're
1: a saver.
0: I do subscribe to the Don't Get Rid of Anything because there will come a day that you are going to be glad you had it.
1: Well, I've got one for you now. If you still have a 1996 calendar, let's say a JTT calendar or mm-hmm. whatever it is, CATS from 1996, Oh, yeah. The dates match up exactly to this year of 2024, so you can use it again.
0: Oh, perfect. <laughs> Let me dig around a little bit. I'm sure I have <laughs> one somewhere.
1: Uh, but Marcia at the front desk, she keeps everything. She might have a 19. She'd be happy to know this. The Internet's yeah. going, they're stunned. Oh, my gosh. It's the same. It does happen well, every 28 years for leap years. So, for example... 1996, January 1st, was also a Monday. But also, like 96, this year is going to be an Olympics year and a presidential election year. So the next time they line up will be 2052. Mm-hmm. That seems that's a long way. So keep one.
0: that. So what that is telling me is yeah. you use it again now, and then you keep it again for 2052, yeah.
1: or at least get a 2024 and keep that one till 2052.
0: No, keep your old one. Keep your old one. <laughs> yeah. Use it right small in the little spaces so you have room for you know 52 as yeah. well.
1: Yeah, that's a good bit of trivia on this trivia day. On this national... Spaghetti day, right? Spaghetti is the day.
0: So spaghetti could be thought of as the entire dish, but a spaghetti noodle is right. a certain kind of pasta. So Tim reaches into the cupboard. He's like, I'm going to celebrate spaghetti day. Oh, no. Oh. The spaghetti noodles are out. But that's okay, because he has another box of these kind of noodles, which would be one of his favorite. three two zero two three five one zero two five. What kind of noodle are we talking about?
1: No. Oh. Did cross my mind to say elbow. Heather said that, uh, but I did not. I I didn't go with that. That's a little, you know, that's a little too plain. Really, I, I want to make it yeah. fancy with a jar of ragu. <laughs>
0: I'm going to read off some of my favorites and see if these are maybe some of your favorites. I see a penne guess. Um, I do like a good, I like that consistency of noodle. I also, I do not see a cavatappi. Do you ever do those? They're kind of the longer, almost if you took a, a penne noodle, squished it out a little bit, and then corkscrewed it.
1: Like a little ringlet curl. Well, so I have to look up, okay. I always have to look up. I couldn't even picture Penne until I googled it. Okay, and then so Penne's then kind
0: of a, a, tu- like a, a tube, thicker tube, yes, s- angled at the end. Yeah,
1: that's not the one. Uh, yeah, there's another mention of Frog Eye. That's Asini. What do you call it? Asini.
0: That one I was not familiar with, and I thought I knew them all, yeah. but no.
1: Cavatelli, again, Cavatelli.
0: Cavatelli is. I mean yes a oh. pasta I consider that more of like a dumpling noodle.
1: It looks a, of, it looks like right? a little tiny mini Sub roll, sub sandwich roll.
0: <laughs> it's a thick one, yeah.
1: <laughs> I didn't know that one? Not,
0: not a wrong answer. I mean, I, I'd eat any of these, right? How about a rotini noodle? You like one of those?
1: Rotini again. I have to look them up. Rot- oh, those That's are this curly Q, the, the spiral. Yeah. No, I mean, not uh, quite. I, as I like them, but
0: a hole in the middle of a cavatappi yeah. spiral cor- corkscrew, but just kind of. If you were going to do like, say, a pasta salad, maybe you use the oh, rotini noodles. No,
1: a pasta salad's got to be the little tiny uh, shells. The Little tiny shells with the uh, the little crab. Oh, I would
0: only use that for say a macaroni maybe? salad, but for a oh, pasta salad oh, with like okay. salad supreme, and Italian dressing, <laughs> okay. then I would do rotini. So many oh, rules. I mean, so many. So many, many, so many well, to well,
1: choose from. What I wrote down. Was a little closer to spaghetti. It's almost like wide spaghetti, fettuccine, and I a love fettuccine. I love me a fettuccine with Alfredo. So the fettuccine is what I wrote down. We had a couple fettuccine of those. Noodles. Amy was first though, and Amy is from Granite Falls. First time winner, Amy. Now do you want to get further
0: confused? Do you like fettuccine or would you settle for a linguini noodle? They're close but not the same. Linguine. Look that one up. Yeah, why, What's the difference? <laughs> a little bit. Fettuccine, I think, is a little bit flatter, a little bit wider. Oh, the linguini is a little bit more narrow, a little chubbier, but still flat.
1: How about uh, tetrazzini?
0: <laughs> See,
1: look at like you. Like a you chicken a- <laughs> tetrazzini?
0: If you go on the show, The Floor, your category is going to be pasta noodles, thanks to this very show. (laughs) I
1: don't think so. (laughs) I was lucky I came up with fettuccine. (laughs) Amy, we got a waltz Carnauba Car Wash for you. Thanks for playing along with Q102. Now, here's sports with Todd Bergan. The Vikings have named Nick Mullins as their starting quarterback for the regular season finale on Sunday that excite you? No. <laughs> no, None of the three quarterbacks since Cousins was injured have really played all that well. Uh, briefly, the pass or not. That was fun for a couple of weeks. Yeah. But then that came crashing down. Uh, what goes up must come down, as we saw. And Mullins will chuck the ball down the field. He just doesn't care who he throws it to. That's the problem. Oh, it's always good. Including yeah. the other team. That's right. Yeah, he, makes, yeah. he makes big plays for both teams. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. It is trivia day, and uh, Brian from Raymond tossed one along here that I, I thought we should run by you. Hmm. Now, I didn't look it up for accuracy, but he said, uh, name the two northernmost cities to host World Series. Oh. Minnesota would have to be one, I would think. Well, uh, cities though in Uh, well Minneapolis, Minneapolis, yeah, and. Hmm, northernmost. Uh, Milwaukee? He says Bloomington. So would that have been the old Met Stadium? Oh, did they okay. uh, host a, I uh, see uh, a little bit of a trick question yeah. there. I wasn't quite catching on. Yes. Yeah, they did back in the 60s, hosted World Series games okay. in 65. And then I sort of did a deep dive. Like, Okay, what's the oldest NFL stadium still in place? And I asked Laura, is it Lambeau? She goes, no, I think there's some older than Lambeau even.
0: I thought of Chicago, uh, there, one, but I could be wrong.
1: Yeah, that could be. Uh, I think Lambeau's a little older than Soldier Field, and they're trying to is replace that, okay. Soldier Field Chicago now oh. uh, because it's old. So yep. they're, they're trying to build a new one there. <laughs> Haven't gotten it done yet, though. Now, it says on gridironheroics.com. Okay. So, you know, you can trust that. <laughs> oh, that so Soldier sure. Field is the oldest. Ah, All right. Uh, 1924. How about that? Wow.
0: It's vintage. Yes. Don't uh, Don't it make that's it right. modern. Yeah. Keep it vintage.
1: Todd and I are vintage. Yeah, that's you know, right. <laughs> we got a patina on us. It uh, <laughs> gives us extra class. Live from the shores of Footland. It's
0: the only morning show in
1: my life. Q102. Oh, I love you guys. Hey, you know, if we can't get NSYNC to do an actual tour, what if they did, like, uh, an AI hologram tour? Is that something uh, you would <laughs> take in? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, I, uh, Are you going to? No. I feel
0: like if you don't even like other people being subbed in for <laughs> front men or bass players, you're not going to like just AI. Nobody's real on stage.
1: Journey. Sticks. Fleetwood Mac. Like I, I hate to get you worked up. I got to see the originals. I bring it up because now I see that there is going to be a holographic Elvis Presley concert. A British company, Layered Reality, is doing a show called Elvis Evolution using AI and groundbreaking technology to recreate the seismic impact of seeing Elvis live for a new generation of fans.
0: So let me ask you this, obviously we cannot see the original Elvis, he is no longer with us, I hope that doesn't ruin it for anybody, but... Would you rather see the AI hologram Elvis, or would you rather see whoever Elvis impersonator that they oh. can get that day? Oh. Which, which way? Or would you rather? There's a C option. Would you rather just see nothing and mm-hmm, remember mm-hmm. Elvis as great as he was without seeing the show?
1: Okay, well, I know I wouldn't want to see an Elvis impersonator. When they were talking Vegas weddings on New Year's Eve because of one, <laughs> two, three, one, two, three, of course, the news outlets, they showed one with an Elvis as an officiant and singing. Of I'm course. Like, No, no, don't. Uh, I'd be fascinated by the technology of the AI Elvis. Okay. So more so, how
0: is this going to come together than, oh, I can't wait to see the Elvis AI? Uh,
1: Yeah, I I think it'd be cool to see how well it pulls off. They're saying in a press release, a life-size digital Elvis will share his most iconic songs and moves for the very first time on a U.K. stage. Uh, You know, they did that with Michael Jackson. That was an earlier technology. Didn't work for me.
0: Not quite as good. Well, I don't know that that this new one will work for it. Once you, the initial, oh, okay, this is how they did it. I don't know that the rest of the show is going to keep you in your seat.
1: Another retiring rock band from mostly from the 70s, but they were touring right up until the end of last year. I think you brought it up. You asked... Now, was Todd the fan of? Oh, yeah. I always get Kiss Kiss. and... (coughs) He's ACDC. ACDC. I always kind of get all
0: them confused. Don't yell at me. I know they're totally different, but you know how it is.
1: JP uh, in the newsroom, he's a big Kiss fan. Uh, He gets dressed up in costume and stuff. Or he Does he really? (laughs) Kiss holograms are said to be making their debut in 2027. So I got to run down the hall and tell JP.
0: Are all the KISS people still able to... I mean, are they still alive, though?
1: Uh, You know, you got Gene and Paul or the originals. You'd have to ask JP. They've gone through several other... (laughs) Because
0: if you you still had the real people and they're like, you know what, we're just going to not use you, but we're going to use these holograms instead, I think it might be time to say, all right, I guess we're done. (laughs) Or...
1: We have these holograms standing by for the just inevitable in day. Oh, <laughs> That'd be a terrible place to be put into. Are
0: you guys having a good time? The mornings just feel
1: better. Maybe not. Such a great it's day story for, time. Uh, for those people story who are sweating time. whether they're on this Epstein list. And, and now, to be clear, and I'm doing some digging here. Just because they're on their list doesn't mean they were necessarily doing any illegal or being charged with anything, but there was an association, and you know... There was
0: some sort of connection to put them on the list, yeah. and that's where it begins. Yeah.
1: My, my mom would always say, Eh, you're... Hanging out with the wrong group of kids. Maybe I didn't do anything wrong, but there could be trouble. Foot
0: guilt by association, yes. and I mean, in a, in I guess that's part of the problem of being on this list. Is maybe you attended a party, you had no idea yeah. that this was going to turn into a thing all no. these years later, and then here you are ending up on this list. But you have a story of another list or some list that could have were you afraid that you were going to end up on the Ashley Madison list let's little, just cut to the chase a little you bit, were? Yes.
1: oh yeah what? I was sweating no. a little bit and here's why look been married 15 years so happily, we're both uh, happy and committed. But when that whole Ashley Madison thing was going on, that's the website where people were seeking affairs. And 90% of the profiles were fake, by the way. But my yeah. wife said, I'm curious to know how this works and or maybe even see you know, if I recognize anybody on here. <laughs> so this is back uh, before 15 when they got hacked and they put out the list of people and all of their profiles right. uh, she's like let's create a profile so <laughs> together that, just yeah, for research and, purposes <laughs> i want to see how this works are they real is there anybody i know and so we created it under my name <laughs> and we sat there together and looked at the site oh these look okay. so fake
0: so you were just being detectives
1: yes then. But no, I so 2015 comes, they find out they've been hacked, and the hackers exposed 32 million usernames. <laughs> and you're like, "Well, Tim Burns going to be on <laughs> I there." I know. Oh, great. Oh, great.
0: But, oh, but, and you know that would become a story. Oh, did you oh, see Tim yeah. Burns? T- radio radio mm-hmm. guy, Tim Burns. I wonder if his wife knows. Meanwhile, <laughs> wife is going, yeah, yeah I know.
1: I'm the one, I'm to the one who you. told him to exactly. <laughs> So I think, obviously, then we, I canceled the, quit the account right away, but I still thought, well, what if that information is all still there? Not just that my name might have been on that list, but right. they exposed street addresses, emails, amounts paid. There was a lot of data that was exposed beyond just being embarrassed to be a sign on the list. up. Yeah.
0: Now I I remember the Ashley Madison site. Is it still a thing? Or did that
1: get closed down? <laughs> well I just Googled that. In fact it says Is Ashley Madison still a thing? The answer is yes. It's okay. a dating site. But While the tagline may have caused controversy in the past, something like, you know, whatever, seek an affair. If you want to have an affair, here's
0: the website. Like, that was the tagline or something?
1: It says, it has since been rebranded and marketed itself as a platform, and I'm quoting here, for individuals for discreet relationships. How is that really different Discrete oh, relationships. I mean, right. Yeah. So
0: when you signed up, did you have to pay anything to sign up, or did you no. just do the free initial step, here's a profile. But if you want to talk to anybody, then you have to, to yeah, do pay. I thing. think
1: that's it. Sure. Okay. You can go on and poke around with if you yeah. So that's why she just wanted to see how it works. And I go, Oh, sure. Sure, honey, I'll do that for you. (laughs) Nobody's looking around the corner like someday this is going to come out and people are going to think I have an account.
0: Right. Well, you know, that was that was not as juicy of a story well. as I thought you were trying to avoid and I don't even blame you because when Tinder was first a thing I was single at the time but my co-host was married and I said mm. I want to know how this swiping thing works but I don't want to go on there so why don't you just oh, why don't you just set up yeah. an account and j- fake name just set up an account and then you because he was more tech savvy to begin with so he did the same thing he's like well this is kind of fun swipe, swipe swipe he tells his wife hey this is what we're doing on the show mm-hmm. i'm setting up a tinder account yeah. for laura she's like oh yeah i've been wondering how that works too. Yeah, see <laughs> curious why he has since deleted it there was none nothing going on behind the scenes but i understand it's research research purposes oh
1: look here somebody just sent there's a link to see if your information is uh Exposed. Is on the
0: Ashley Madison list. Going
1: website? in by email Uh-oh. address. Uh oh. Everybody's going to be
0: Googling you now. <laughs>
1: uh, I do not show up on the list. I am NOT on the Ashley Madison list. See, it never even happened. <laughs> right. Better sign up again. See oh, if they no. missed you. Oh. <laughs> Tim and Laura in the morning. In the kitchen in the kitchen flowers in there making something always learning in the
0: In the kitchen, brought to you by Kitchen Fair by Don's Building Center. Currently under remodel, but let me tell you what. I saw the blueprints of what it's going to look like when it's said ah. and done. I don't know if I was supposed to say that. I didn't but, get
1: to see the blueprints. I'm
0: mm, mm. VIP. What can I say? Now, I do know that you can still schedule a meeting with them. Maybe that's part of your whole New Year's resolution. We're going to finally do what we want with mm-hmm. the kitchen in this house. This is the year. You can still meet with them. They can map things out and still get to work on your kitchen as they remodel all the kitchen fair stuff inside. It's going to be awesome. But we talked yesterday on the show. I gave you a hint what this in the kitchen tip was about. It was a food, a very specific food menu item Um, that I said is very expensive for really what it is if you order it in a restaurant. Do you remember? Does that
1: ring a bell? Oh, the avocado toast. uh, Because the guy who's said to be sort of the, I don't know, the inventor died, Mm -hmm. uh, Bill Granger. Yeah, okay, I remember that. Yeah,
0: so sorry for his loss, but also, I mean, it's it's bread, it's some smeared avocado, and it shouldn't really cost $15. (laughs) It's a slice of... You don't even usually get two slices of toast. However, if you make it at home... Mm With my recipe, you probably really only do need one slice, because this is filling. Okay, right. I like to make some good avocado toast. You just said
1: it's avocados and toast. Do I need a recipe? No, yeah. Have you jazzed it up? Is that I do. I
0: have a little twist on it, uh. because it's not just avocados and toast. So what I would suggest, bread-wise, and I like to make my own bread in the bread machine. You don't Ooh, have to go that yeah. crazy. But I would suggest not just plain... Thin sliced white bread, because you're going to pack a lot of stuff onto the slice of toast. So I would say a Texas toast slice, or if you can get some wheat bread, thick sliced, you're just going to want to have that piece of toast be able to hold what you're about to put on it. So toast your bread however you like it toasted. Mm -hmm. I like a little bit more on the dark side. And then I would recommend not a super mushy avocado, but not a hard avocado, somewhere in the middle, because when I mash the avocado onto the bread... I like a little bit of chunky left on there.
1: Oh, so you don't mash it and then put it on the bread. You're doing it. I like it to be
0: soft enough that I can go right from avocado skin yeah. to toast, and then just kind of press down. It'll mash itself, but it'll leave some chunks. But if yours is a little harder coming out, you can mash it in a separate bowl. Okay. But don't don't, but don't puree it. it. We're not no. feeding a baby here. No. no. We're making avocado toast, and we want some chunks in there. Yeah. And here's how you get extra, extra chunky, because diced red onion going to go on I next.
1: see that. That's a lot. And go heavy on it. I like I love onion. It. That's a lot of onion.
0: I do love it. Now, if you are not quite to troll level eating like I am with mushrooms and onions, you may thin slice your red onion. You may just do a light sprinkling, but I'd don't be, leave it off. However, do about half. you do onion. I do half. way. Okay, that's what you're all right.
1: Yeah,
0: that's all right. You can work your way up to my level, but okay. you're not there yet. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not. An ex- so you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna do the red onion next, yeah. and then. Oh scramble an egg. Now, oh. I don't do... Some people do the real fluffy where it's like I, crumbly scrambled eggs. I, I don't have time do. for that. And for this, it'll fall all over. Because I even press my onions down into the avocado a little bit so that I don't have onions falling everywhere with each yep. bite. So I do crack an egg in the skillet. Just do break, break the yolk the and yolk. do a little swirl. Like yeah. a tie-dyed egg is yeah. how I do. And leave it be a circle. So it right stays
1: there. as a solid mm-hmm. piece you can put on the sandwich. Yep. Okay, yep. So
0: blanket the uh, avocado and onions now with the egg. And season uh, the egg however you want. And then here's the key. Whoa. The final the grand finale what? of your avocado toast at home, balsamic glaze drizzle. Ew! Not, no, don't do that. <laughs> not, not balsamic oh. du- vinegar. Don't use the vinaigrette, or you're oh. gonna have soggy breakfast. Yeah. But this is the the thick sweet glaze.
1: Mm. Yeah, You might yes. have lost now, me on that part. Uh,
0: I'm still not going to pay $15 for this because it's avocado toast and it shouldn't cost that much. But you make it at home. You can buy a lot of ingredients for that one $15 slice of toast that you would get if you ordered out. Yeah. And you're going to love this.
1: I'm with you all the way up to the balsamic, but uh, that's that'll be my choice. I like it. Mm. I like it. Check it out. Yeah,
0: it's really good.
1: Photos and everything in the In the Kitchen link at 1025fm.com. In the kitchen. Once again, Curate Jim and Laura. Yes, thanks for starting your day here, but keep it here as well. Keep your company at work, uh, streaming online or on your smart device. Stream KQIC is what I always tell Alexa. Or... Play the Q102 Morning Show podcast is another way to catch up on all the fun from, gosh. that's Forever. In at least a year, hasn't it, that we've been doing the podcast? I think so, yeah. Uh-huh.
0: And you don't want to be the only one not listening because we're hitting all the different oh. countries. Oh, yeah. I, I'm wondering who in the in some countries who would be listening, but thank you for doing that. Some we places got, I've never even heard of.
1: We got Spain and Italy and France and Germany, but we're, Portugal's been our uh, sticking point. What's going on, Portugal? Come on, give us some love. Where
0: are you at? Where are you at?
1: <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, Ireland. That mm-hmm. one I know is legit because she messaged us. Like she used Which to listen to nice. a 102 yeah. out there, and now she caught us and she streams us in the morning. Uh, there's some in uh, Mexico, South America. It's uh, Trivia Day today. We had some g- good ones early on. And then it kind of quieted down. I see now. Before we go, several people have posted their little bit of trivial knowledge on our Facebook yeah. page.
0: Something that you just you don't know why you know it, but it's just in your brain. And if that ever comes up on Jeopardy or a Trivial Pursuit game or that trivia game that I really like, Bezer Wizard, which oh, is yeah. kind of a spin on Trivial Pursuit, but I think better. Kelly said the technical plural she knows for octopus. <laughs> is actually octopodes.
1: Octopodes. And I didn't
0: fact check this, so I don't know, but I'm willing to take her word for it. <laughs>
1: uh, she said octopuses is considered acceptable, uh, but it's supposed to be octopodes. See? You got to learn something <laughs> every day. Uh, Angela <laughs> uh, said, Angela and Stephen have been going at it here. There Uh-oh. are no bodies buried in the Great Wall of China. That's a myth. So Stephen says, maybe under it? And Angela counters, the bodies would have decayed and left a hole where that would make the wall unstable and crumble. So I don't think so. They're disgusting. Oh, that's good.
0: It's good to know if you were ever thinking of burying a body in a, in a wall of your own, then yeah, it might make it unstable in the future. Not that I'm suggesting that, but, you know, good, good fact <laughs> to just keep in your trivia bank.
1: Yeah. We heard from Dan who said crayons get their scent from beef fat. That one kind of turned you off a little bit. Now, Whitney. Yeah, I didn't know that. Reading negative words like anger, anxiety, depression actually negatively impact your walking speed and overall cognitive speed. While reading positive, happy words like joy, excitement, celebrate, tend to quicken your walking speed and your cognitive process. She said, I'll never forget looking into a fun study about that back in her college days. There you go. Positive reinforcement. When I'm on that treadmill today, I'm going to go fun. Happiness.
0: Excitement. Joy. smiles. Oh, Instead of, why is this taking so long? And I'm sweating and I'm dying. and Oh, ah, make it stop.
1: Hate, oh, maybe that's just me. Pain. <laughs> angst. Uh, make the Q102 Morning Show part of that. We try to keep it light for you in the morning and hope to see you again <laughs> tomorrow's Friday. Join us early at Q102. The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.